2: This is the Rich Eisen Show. Turn
3: it up! This is what John Harbaugh had to say.
0: I haven't seen the tweet. It's an ongoing process. Uh, thinking about Lamar all the time. Thinking about him as our quarterback. We're building our offense around that idea. Live
3: from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
0: We love him. John
3: Harbaugh, I believe, is proving himself to be the greatest frontman since earlier on the show ESPN NFL analyst Robert Griffin III coming up Panthers running back Miles Sanders San Diego State head coach Brad Dutcher and now it's
2: Rich Eisen
3: Our number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air here on Roku and the Roku channel we're free on all Roku devices select Samsung smart TV we're also free on Amazon Fire TV, the Roku app and the Roku Channel.com. Brian Dutcher of San Diego State University will be joining us in about 20 minutes time. We're all sitting around watching what's going down at the annual meeting for the National Football League and the conversation being had about why Lamar Jackson doesn't have an offer sheet from another team. Just had a, a very uh, interesting exchange with Robert Griffin, the third who also dropped a that it does appear he's part of the ownership group that's put $6 on the table for the Washington Commanders. He said that going out the door.
2: That's what I heard, yeah. Yeah. Okay,
3: very good. Um, And so we uh, we had a great chat with him, um, and uh, we're turning to the phone lines right here on the Rich Eisen Show and welcoming in the new Carolina Panther, formerly— From the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles, he just signed a nice four-year, $25 million deal with Carolina earlier this month. In free agency on the Rich Eisen Show is Miles Sanders. How are you, sir?
4: I'm good. How you doing, Rich? Congrats! Thank you, thank you. Appreciate you having me on the show, man.
3: You got it. Thanks for coming on, and thanks for calling in, and I appreciate it. You know, yesterday, we were going to chat yesterday, and all holy heck broke loose, so I appreciate you accommodating to call in. Today, uh, what uh, led you to Carolina and not staying in Philadelphia, Miles?
4: Uh, I'm gonna be, i be honest. Uh, my, my guy, Deuce, and um, uh, me and me and him built a, a real bond, uh, a real connection in Philadelphia. And he, he was uh, probably the, I gotta say, what the, the main guy that believed in me in the draft, you know, and believed that I was the best back in the draft, and got me to Philly, and you know, spent two years, two great years with him, and you know, continued my career. Uh, with Philadelphia and, and accomplish everything that I did, and you know, just uh, we always talked and hope that we back together and you know keep this journey going. So,
3: and now Deuce Staley is the one you're referring to, right?
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: He's such a pushover, isn't he? That Deuce Staley? <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, no, he's not. <laughs> well, he's the exact opposite of pushover. So what? What, yeah. what do you like about him? You like the hard coaching? Is that what you're saying? You like uh, it?
4: Yeah, i that's that's definitely something that I'm I'm used to my whole life and you know the, the tough love and everything but it, it's more than a football that that me and him connect on you know um you know we talk a lot about life stuff and you know he's more like a mentor to me too so and I know he, he he brings the best out of me regardless so
3: And so now you're you're part of this mix where there's going to be it appears uh, a first overall chosen rookie quarterback um You don't have to uh, – screw it. Answer the question, if you don't mind. Do you know who it is, Miles (laughs) Sanders? Do you know who they traded to go?
4: No, and honestly, I'm going to be honest. I tried tried to ask, but no, I (laughs) don't.
3: Did you ask? Did you really ask? You call up somebody? you ask?
4: Yeah, yeah. I asked Coach. I asked Coach, Coach right? and everybody. Okay. What does he say? I'm going to pick the best. They're going to pick the best uh, player available. Oh, come
3: on, he's giving you that yeah, answer, think. Miles Sanders. Yeah, he's he that
4: answer.
3: <laughs> he's paying you. They're paying you four years, twenty-five million. You don't have. You don't have the. You know. You don't have the in here. They're keeping it that tight.
4: No, no, no I respect that. I, don't I, I believe that they're going to pick the best uh, best quarterback available. So um, we're going to
3: see. Who do you think it is?
4: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> mm. I don't want to answer that question. I don't know. I just hope it's. it's Somebody that's ready to ball out.
3: Well, let's talk about your former quarterback then. gimme give, give me your favorite Jalen Hurts story. Whether it's in the huddle, whether it's in the locker room, give me your your favorite Jalen Hurts story, Miles Sanders. What do you got? I gotta for you?
4: say I gotta say he gives he gives some pretty decent some pretty decent speeches before and after the game. You know, he's gotten real good at that. <laughs> we make we make fun of him because we think he, he practices in a mirror or
3: something. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Hold on a second. What do you mean? What do you give, give me I more mean, on you, that you one.
4: Guys, he, he's been he, he's he, he's been mic'd up before. You guys heard his yeah. stuff. It's just funny. It's, uh, throughout the week and everything, we just think he practices because it'd it's, be, be really good. I'm not gonna lie.
3: <laughs> well, mate, you know, so you don't think it's off the cuff? You think he's, you know? He's, oh yeah,
4: for sure, for sure. That's, okay. that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, it's definitely probably off the top of his head. That's what he usually tells me. But well, that'd I, be funny though.
3: I kind of think it's pretty neat, Miles. And um, you know, um, and I'll, 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 I'll I, if you don't mind me making the comparison here, um, you're both second round choices. Um, you know, you came from the spot where Saquon was and you followed Saquon and then you also followed him to the league. And everybody thought, you know, Saquon's first round, your second round, what can you do? And Hertz's second round and, you know, his first round and what can he do? And you guys go to the Super Bowl together and damn near win it in the same backfield. Uh, I'm wondering if you, you feel a similar uh, story to Jalen Hurts's Miles. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah, I've been uh I told him before. Um I I've definitely been a fan um of, of him since since college, you know. Uh I love this I I respect it and love his journey and how he we went about it. Um and, you know, it's it's kinda similar to me, uh just you know, having a wait basically just having to wait to turn, you know. But he, he has a lot of success in college, but having to go through what he went through and I, I love the way he handled it and you know, and he is where he is today. I mean, uh you can't you can't be mad at that and and you look at my my situation too. So man, having the success I had and having a, you know, I guess trying to get that that Saquon, you know, overlook a uh, on me off off my back. So, you know, but I respect Saquon too, man. That's my dog.
3: Of course, I mean, I I you know I don't I don't mean that to create a you know. A, Stir it up or anything like that. I just, I just know narratives, and certainly since I'm a guy yeah, sitting on yeah, a draft yeah. set and sitting here on a show and also on NFL Network, I know what people talk about and how they view things. And I'm wondering if that's part of the reason why you're going to Carolina too as a free agent, and you can, you know, um and, and r- r- sort of put a belt. Like, have they told you they put in a bell cow around your neck, if you will, and 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 give you the ball a significant amount of times, Miles?
4: Uh. Uh, we're going to see. You know, we got we got some great things planned. We got a lot of uh, great great pickups, and we are, they already have a great team too, as far as mm-hmm. defensively and some good receivers on the on the squad too, and, and some great running backs that have been uh, holding it down too. So the whole team in general, we have a good squad and and a great great coaching all around too. Not, not to mention that, and um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just I'm just ready, and I'm ready for whatever.
3: Carolina Panthers Pro Bowl running back Miles Sanders here on the Rich Eisen Show. I had James Bradbury on yesterday and you know we strolled My down guy. yeah, we strolled down the memory lane of of the end of the game in the Super Bowl. What was from your perspective when you saw that flag fly, standing on the sidelines thinking at the very least you're going to get an opportunity um if your defense holds to 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 try and win the game um at the final seconds, but you saw that flag fly and what was your thoughts on that at the time?
4: Um, honestly, it was kind of one of those moments and I'm pretty sure everybody on the team can pretty agree with me, but, uh, it's pretty kind of one of those moments, uh, just like maybe I might've been it, you know, might've been it. And, but, you know, James had a, had a great year all pro and oh, yeah. I think he, he doesn't get as much respect as he deserves. You know, um, people can talk about the call, but the call was, was made and there's nothing we can do about it, man.
3: So so where where were you? We were, you, you were on the opposite sideline obviously. Did you did you see it clearly? Were you were you were you no, was I, your face I didn't in the really, tablet or what were what, yeah. what were you doing at the time?
4: Yeah, I didn't see it really clearly. Right. But I saw the replay and you know you know it's just one of those you hope it goes your way, but it doesn't. But I mean it's it's hard to talk about. It. I'm not going to laugh, but it it is what it is, man. I just hope I can do whatever I can to get get back to that to that, to that big show, and you know, and hopefully come up with the W.
3: All right, last two for you, uh, Miles Sanders. Your your Twitter handle is at Booby Miles, and then the Roman numerals for twenty four. Where'd you come up with that one? What do you got for me? Uh,
4: the twenty four is, is still from uh, college. Okay, I, I made that handle. Yeah, I made all my uh, my social media handles when I was in college, and just went with the name. And I've been getting called Booby Miles since since. since since uh since I started playing football, you know, from the movie Friday Night Lights yeah. and
3: stuff. So well, I know where I know where that comes from. I'm just wondering why. So because your first name is Miles, do you got that nickname yourself? Yeah,
4: yeah, and the fact that I played running back too, so kinda like we're all together. Okay. You know? And I was always smiling, you know, in the movies always smiling. So
3: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So you're the same way too. Uh and then lastly, uh the the uh the Carolina Panthers are flying around the country looking at uh um all the top quarterbacks. Uh, at all these pro days, giving out uh, dinners. Did you get a dinner from the Teppers, Miles? Did you get one?
4: <laughs> no, I didn't get a dinner. That's I didn't cool? Get a dinner. <laughs> Hold on a but Hold on. I don't respect. It, it's the quarterback, man. You got to, you got to, you got to take care of the quarterback. You got to cater to the quarterback. That's the, that's the number one guy on the team. Yeah, I respect
3: that. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping. no, no. I'm tripping. Okay. <laughs> right. Let me do that for you. I know you have an agent, okay? But let me do that for you. I mean, Miles Sanders. I mean, do I? Do, do we have to tell the Teppers? and the front office how many touchdowns you had last year i've got it right here in front i've got it right here in front of me miles sanders 1269 rushing yards for the philadelphia eagles um and uh, and you scored 11 times you hit the end zone 11 times i mean i, I know they paid you and they they have you on the team but we're, you got to get a dinner they, out of this. They,
4: come on they they might, they might got one save for me they might got one save for me maybe.
3: okay well i mean what like what would be your choice let's let's get this done let me get this done for you. Uh, what would no, what, what, like? Really. What's your dinner? Like if you, if I could say the Tepper's picking up the tab. Miles Sanders, where would you, where would you want to go? Where would you suggest?
4: Uh, I'm not really picky. I'm not, I'm not too picky, you know. Um, I, I can say I like, I like to, I like to have a lot of sides, you know. Try a
3: lot of different things. Okay. And, um, so you're talking you talk steak, about steakhouse, steakhouse, steakhouse.
4: If, if it's a steakhouse, I, I like a good steak. You know, what do you got? Um, what's yeah. the what
3: type of steak? What do you got? What do you want? What do you want?
4: I right, don't 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 judge me. OK, Okay. all right. What do you got? I like I like I like well-done steak. I'm not. Gonna well, lie. All
3: right, Dude, it's, it's too late. Me. I'm judging, but I'm
4: judging. I could, do, I, could do a, I could do a little bit of pink to the point. Um, it can get cooked to be a well done what that's, what,
3: that's you, what do you what do you mean what is it a texture thing is it is it is it a texture thing you don't like the 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 sound oh, red, the red meat scares me the red stuff scares me i don't know i don't like that i don't like that. maybe <laughs> we go medium well medium time. well Just us try medium well let's yeah let's let's just try it let's try just medium do, it. Well. It, just do uh, okay then let's try and redeem this the sides what do we got uh cream corn what do we got french fries yeah. what do we got what do we got Cream right.
4: corn, you know, if they got like a signature macaroni, you know, uh, okay, we can say, um, okay, we can go fancy if we go on steakhouse.
3: Yeah, can say, it's a the teppers, the- Miles. This guy, you, you know, his net worth. Don't worry, you're, you're you're you got a great deal for you personally and your family. It's not making a dent in his net worth, so go for it. What do you got for me here? <laughs> what do you got for me?
4: We can, we can go with um, fried chicken lobster tails. Nice, I don't know if you ever had those. No. So okay. Very good. Okay. Uh, some some crispy shrimp. You know, I'm 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 taking stuff from some steak 48. I'm not gonna
3: lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, go get get the seafood tower. Go for it. I don't know if you're a wine drinker. The word, if you are, the word screaming an eagle. Go for it and just see what he looks like. Okay. <laughs> then you'll really know if you're a Carolina Panther. If he just if he doesn't bat an eye, don't worry about it. Go for it.
1: all right. And, Miles, as a brother who also used to like his steak well done, and I, I resisted for years, I'm here to tell you, bro, seriously, try it medium well. You okay. won't go back. Okay. And I was I was okay. stuck on this well-done steak for years, bro, And, and until I Why? finally broke that. Why? You also have a problem with the, the I, Red Center? Yeah, I did, because I don't like – Hamburgers, right? So I just associated. So that with sushi. I, I don't like that
4: either. Yeah. I so like I like
1: my hamburger well done, and then yeah. finally, I, I got picked on so much. I'm like, let me try this medium. Well, I think you will enjoy it. Give it a shot. Just okay. for me well, to we'll you. See.
3: We'll see. We'll okay. see. Okay. All right. Listen. No pressure.
1: No pressure. But uh,
3: let's let, do. The, listen. The Panthers will see this. I'm going to get you a free dinner. You deserve it. Come on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks for I the hope, call. I hope. Let's, and, and I just want to leave you in a better place than, than when you called in, and I hope I have, and I appreciate oh, yeah. the time. I appreciate the time.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. This is an honor. Appreciate you. Oh, me. right
3: back at you. Thanks, Miles. We, we, got,
4: we got to go out for dinner.
3: Yes. Uh, I'm not, you know. Sold. I, I don't it's have it's the, sold. I mean. I mean, I'm not a tepper. You know what I mean? I just want to make sure, you know. Uh, we understand, you know, I'm not a, I don't own the Panthers when we choose the menu. Okay. <laughs> okay. But let's do it. No, I understand. I understand. Let me know when you're in LA, Miles. We'll have you here in studio and we'll, we'll, we'll do this thing. I'd love it. That'd be great. All right. that'll be cool. that will be awesome. Excellent. This is not like the LA thing where I say it and don't mean it. I truly do mean it. I'd like to do it.
4: Hey, it doesn't take nothing but a call. I got you.
3: Okay. Thank you, Miles Sanders. You take care of yourself. You be well.
4: Yes, sir. You too. Appreciate there you go. That's Miles
3: Sanders. He's got a new contract and, soon, a free dinner. Come on. These kids, they're flying around the country. (laughs) Not only have they never played a snap in the NFL, three of them won't play for the Panthers. (laughs) And this guy, damn near ran for 1,300 yards, scored 11 times, played in the Super Bowl. He's already on the team. Let's get him a dinner. If dinners are being handed out left and right like oprah you Let's get us go a you, you, get a dinner. Dinner. you get a dinner you get dinner. you get a pro day you get a pro day
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right brian dutcher head coach of san diego state basketball taking on florida atlantic in the final four i can't believe i'm saying these words he's coming up next on the rich eisen show on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with Solutions and supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh he is the head coach of San Diego State Men's Basketball, and they're taking on Florida Atlantic in the final four. Words I never thought I would say into a microphone. We had Dusty May of Florida Atlantic on yesterday, to be fair and balanced. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is the head coach Brian Dutcher. How you doing, coach?
0: Rich, I'm on top of the world. Great to be with you. You know what? And
3: I, here, Part of this is, you know, it's a shocker. There's a show with my name on it, and this is a moment for me. Um, I, I'm thrilled for you and to have you on and that I can use this as an opportunity to tell you how happy you have m- made me for many, many years. Uh, I'm Mich- University of Michigan class of 1990, and I will never forget 1989, as I'm sure you don't either <laughs> being an assistant on that steve fisher coached team that cut down the nets in seattle with glenn rice and everyone else and i just wanted to say thank you to start off our interview as being I part appreciate
0: of that. that rich i've had an incredible journey in coaching whether it was helping coach fisher interim title win six straight games in the title or the fab five the first five freshmen to take a team to the championship game, a lot of, lot of fun experiences over my career.
3: So I'm just wondering, because it definitely struck me, knowing your background and knowing you and, and knowing, you know, again, the story of 1989, with uh, Darian Trammell at the line, you know, uh, with a foul, being called late, and a lot of people are wondering if that really should be free throws here or not, did the Ramiel Robinson, um, you know, analogy at all strike you? At any point time. I brought in time? it
0: up in the press conference. Huh. You know, I said, this is not the first game decided by free throws. 1989, Ramiel Robinson got fouled. Yeah. And he made two free throws to win a national championship. So it happens in March. And uh, uh, we're grateful it happened to us. Yeah. And that uh, Darian was able to make at least one of the two. And advances to the final four.
3: Uh, and by the way, I, I you know I was a Michigan Daily uh, reporter at the time, coach, and I I drew the short straw to close the newspaper that night because everyone else wanted a party and watch Seton Hall versus Michigan, and I was running like a a, a salmon against the stream, you know, uh, running to across campus. It was bedlam. It was truly one of the greatest moments of my life. And I'm wondering yep. what, what
0: basketballs. You know, obviously changed over those years. We had yeah. what four juniors, a couple of seniors on the floor. You know, yeah. those players now are a year and in, into the NBA, and to have Glenn Rice, Ramil Robinson, Terry Mills, Lloyd Bought—that's right. You know, all NBA players. You know, Eric Riley off the bench is an incredible run. And and
3: uh, where uh, how, how, where is Coach Fisher today? What's your conversations with him been like as you've gone on this magical run? For I
0: saw him pro- yesterday. Uh, Mark Fisher is still on staff. Uh, obviously, a decade fight with uh, uh, ALS, and so Mark is still part of the program. Coach brings him in, and so I see Coach uh, quite a few times a week, and it's great. He's a great mentor.
3: So, what what, what conversations do you have with him basketball wise? Is do you do you does he give you a couple of cents? Do you pick his brain? I mean, can you give me a, any? Uh, insight into some of these conversations that you're wanting to share. You know,
0: he's just the greatest guy in the world because <laughs> he just is supportive. You know, you're doing all the right things. You're doing a great job, magnificent job handling your team. You know, it's not like, well, I think, Brian, you should X and o do this or do that. I can get that occasionally from my dad. Who is a former coach, Jim Baker, right. at the University of Minnesota? And so, well, all I got to do is pick up the phone. There's always help. You know that in this business. Don't forget East.
3: Don't forget Eastern Michigan. Don't forget Ypsilanti, Michigan, coach. Don't Ypsilanti, forget that
0: Michigan. George Gervin. He had the Iceman there at Eastern did he, Michigan. Did he really? I yeah, did not know he had that. George Gervin at Eastern Michigan. So man. And then my dad had obviously Kevin McHale, Michael Thompson,
3: With Minnesota
0: Saunders, Ray Williams at the University of Minnesota. So I've I've grown up very fortunate being a coach's son to kind of. Uh, see a lot of great players over my life. So,
3: I guess what's your first basketball memory, Brian Dutcher? What's
0: that for you? Probably riding on guys' shoulders at Bowen Fieldhouse at Eastern Michigan as a little adolescent, getting a shoulder, ride right on top of the shoulders of the players, running around Bowen Fieldhouse, jumping on the Porta Pits, the track surrounded the court. So, you know, grow up around the game and just very fortunate to have been a part of it. Now I'm 63 years old.
3: Yeah, and and in the final four with San Diego State taking on Florida Atlantic this coming weekend. And what are what have you already seen uh out of Florida Atlantic? What do you got for me already going into this Tuesday before the the big final four contest on Saturday, coach?
0: Winning his team in the country deep like we are. You know, most teams shorten the bench this time of the year, but Florida Atlantic and the San Diego State Aztecs are deep, both nine deep and unafraid to play all those players. And so uh, we have to know everybody on that roster. We we can't all of a sudden let a guy come off the bench and go for 15, 16 points because we don't know who he is. So we are doing a deep dive into their personnel mm-hmm. and trying to do our best job preparing.
3: And so uh, what do you, you know, uh, it's interesting. I was speaking, I was speaking to Coach May yesterday, and he said some of his players are being recruited by other people Figuring that this is just, you know, a one off here with Florida Atlantic. Uh, Are you experiencing anything um, similar? Obviously, San Diego State, way more established, and thanks to Coach Fisher, and then obviously what you've been able to do there and some of the players that have come through. I'm just wondering if you've experienced anything similar in this crazy NIL mixed up transfer portal world, Coach.
0: You know, we probably have the lowest transfer rate of anybody in the country. You know, we don't lose a lot of players to the the portal, and yet we go to the portal. Even before it was the portal, we've always had great success with transfers in our program over the
3: years. So then, why do you to what do you attribute that that you don't have guys transferring out of your program for the Aztecs, Coach?
0: You know, culture is overused, but just honesty. Tell them what it's going to be when before they come here, and when they get here, be real in their expectations, and you know, uh, just be a good person and be honest. And most kids leave because they feel like you haven't been honest with them.
3: Brian Dutcher, San Diego State Aztecs here on the Rich Eisen Show. And I know you were also open talking about, um, you know, potentially moving and how there's a lot of movement uh, in the world between conferences. Do you think there's a Pac-12 opening for your school that your school may take? I know that you've got other fish to fry right now, but I figured if I have the moment here, I'd, I'd ask you, Coach.
0: You know, like most coaches, I don't really have a say in it, mm-hmm. but I just know this is a great university with great athletic programs and, and a great Southern Cal location. And so I think we would be desirable for a lot of conferences. So whether that happens or not is at a level beyond me, but I think we would be uh, a, a program that most schools would be interested in or conferences that they were looking to expand.
3: Sure. Okay, Brian Dutcher here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's, let's drop some names. Uh, uh, who have you heard from? Who have you heard from on this run? Here, have you heard from Kawhi? Has he reached out? You got him.
0: I've not heard from Kawhi. I have heard from all five starting members of the Fab Five. Yes, you have. So, Juan, Chris, Jalen, Jimmy, and Ray. How about that? You know, uh, that's probably the most that people wouldn't know. I hear from a lot of old high school friends. Okay, that's good. But all... I don't have a big I don't have a big Rolodex.
3: The Fab Five has reached out to you to congratulate you all yep. these years later.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. if you're a coach and you do a good job, they're basically family members at that point. So I've heard from family a lot of former players, both from San Diego State and Michigan, over my years. What's
3: your favorite memory of the Fab Five era, Coach Dutcher? What do you got for me on that? Obviously, there's so many of them, but what what what's what's your which one sticks for you? In that, uh,
0: year? just the quiet moments, the brotherhood, the you know the. Just seeing, they don't even they didn't even realize how young they were at the time, and just to see how they grew as a basketball team, and now the greatest satisfaction is what they're doing uh, in their later life when the ball stops bouncing. To see the of success they've enjoyed in, in every regard is just probably the most gratifying. Thing.
3: What do you mean by that? That they didn't know how young they were. What do you What do you mean by that one,
0: coach? Just, you know, uh, like most uh, uh, kids, they think they know everything. You know they're brash and and they're 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 on top of the world as young kids and uh, life is a great teacher and to see them learn as they move through life that uh, at the time you think you're invincible and uh, obviously the world is your is your oyster and and, and and now all of a sudden just to see how you, they grow up and Jawan's coaching now Jalen enjoying great success in the media and if they were to look back at their younger selves. They'd probably say, as much as we thought we knew, we know a lot more now.
3: Did you get a lot of pressure, you and Coach Fisher, about like get those baggy shorts off them? You know, get 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 this team a little bit more traditional. Did you I'm the get one that, that
0: ordered the baggy shorts, so okay. I just thought it was it was a great recruiting tool. So I, okay. I knew Michael Jordan was wearing a little bigger, and <laughs> I brought the long shorts to Michigan, and that just shows you how long my career's gone. Nineteen eighty nine. In 1989, they wore those tight little ones, yeah. and now here we are. They're wearing the tight ones again. You what? what do you mean? You, <laughs> by the way, we, didn't we TJ
3: speak to uh, Juwan, Juwan about Jaylen,
1: that? Jalen and Chris. Yeah, we said that. About. Like
0: you,
3: you, you put it all out there to to make sure that this was now the long shorts look was actually cool and acceptable. And now they're rolling back. And didn't 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 Juwan say they're th- showing too much
1: thigh meat? That these was days? me. I, I told the no coach was? I was like, I don't like all the thigh meat that these kids because I grew up in that era. The shorts t- touching your knees. I don't need to see all that thigh out there. And you know, Juwan, Jalen, and Chris they, all agreed.
0: They have long shorts back then, they'd hike them down their waist, and now they roll them up because they're not short enough.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean you ordered them? So,
0: well, can you walk? Well, I ordered. I wanted. They, I said, I want two more inches on the length of those shorts. And they brought them, and I said, I want two more on top of that. Well, so I ordered them bigger. Now, Jalen took a, another player's shorts that was on the team that was a larger size than he was supposed to have because he wanted his super size. So he switched with a center that wasn't playing on the team. <laughs> so he obviously always had the bigger ones.
3: But why did you – was it your idea, or was it the, the group's idea to go long on the shorts? It
0: was – well – I just knew it was trending in that direction. Sure, you know there were other teams wearing longer shorts before the Fat Five. Obviously, it came more vogue because they wore them. Mm-hmm. But there are other college teams that were wearing shorts longer, and I think Michael Jordan started having longer shorts at that time a little bit.
3: Sure, so okay. he
0: was the trend trendsetter of the game back then.
3: So did you have to tell Coach Fisher you were doing this, or did he have to give the blessing? You just said, "I'm just going to go and order these things." Is that what- I
0: just think I went and ordered them. I think I probably had said something in passing, and then obviously. The, the short socks, that was them a year later. You know, they all went to the Galleria Mall when we were playing in Houston the <laughs> sophomore year, and Ray Jackson found some, I think they were golf socks, like footies. And we were gonna getting ready to play, and I, all the kids had sweatpants on. Coach doesn't pay attention to any of that sort of thing, but I'm like, why are we warming up in sweatpants? We never wear our sweatpants. <laughs> well, they had hidden the short socks underneath the sweatpants, and then the game started and all the Fab Five members had basically footy socks on under their tennis shoes. And Coach Fisher said after the game, I think, don't even know if he noticed, he said, the one thing I will tell you, uh, we're either going to wear all wear short socks or we're all going to wear long socks, but we're all going to wear the same way. <laughs> and so he wasn't opposed to the short socks. He was opposed to them trying to stand out differently than anybody else. I see. So, And I think we brought short, or black socks, I should say, black socks yeah. into Vogue. Uh uh, that second year. Okay. I was saying footies, but they uh, it was the Black Sox. Sure,
1: yeah, the
3: ankle, uh, d- ankle. I mean, uh, this, as you know, was, it was a seminal sports fashion moment. And, again, I, I understand that in the grand scheme of things, what does that mean? It's about, obviously, relationships, and it's about growing, and it's about winning and all of that. But, I mean, this was groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. Were you aware of it at the time, Coach, or no?
0: Yeah, the Black Sox, yeah, it was, oh. that was groundbreaking because – you couldn't find them after that, and then <laughs> kids were wearing their dad's old black socks he'd wear with his suit yep. just to have black socks. So, like I said, I've yeah. been around long enough. I've seen fashion is trended in every direction. So, if you can be, if you can survive a fashion trend, you've survived in a business. <laughs> oh, you
3: certainly have, and you've survived and advanced all the way to the final four. Congratulations on that! And like I said, uh, you know that nineteen eighty nine run that you you were you just started out at Michigan and. It was stunning. It was a stunning uh, turn of events with Bill Frieder and Bo saying, I want a Michigan man coaching a Michigan team. And all of a sudden, Steve Fisher and you and the rest of the staff were thrust into a major spotlight, and you cut down the nets. It's the tr- it's it's what the tournament's all about, and and it gave me a lifetime memory, and I can't thank you enough. Seriously. Yep,
0: I appreciate that. And to this day, Glenn Rice is probably one of the greatest <laughs> players I've ever been around. The run he had that year. Run and still holds the six-game scoring record, I believe, was sensational. So Glenn Rice was as fine a player as you'll ever see in college
3: basketball. No question about it. And congrats on your run. And let's uh, let's talk uh, down the line. Greatly appreciate Look it. To it guys. Send my best you. to Coach Fisher, please. Send my best. I will right, we'll do that. Thank you. That's uh, Brian Dutcher of San Diego State University basketball going wow. to the final four with this team right here on the Rich Eisen show.
1: Coach has no idea. What he meant to the culture, like his his place at any cookout is secured forever after finding out this knowledge that he's the one that brought in those long shorts because that changed everything. Tell him Brockman, like like you just said, you went and
2: bought shorts and socks immediately. Immediately, you bought the. I, I still, I, I probably still have them at somewhere in my mom's house. They were the. Ankle socks. The ankle sucks. Yeah. Black with the gray Nike swoosh. And, they said, and they, some of them even said Nike. Some of them said Nike, yeah. and then other ones were just the gray swoosh, and it changed the game. Wow. I know we talked about
3: stakes with Miles Sanders moments ago. For somebody in my position in this seat, when you hear an interview subject, say words like, I'm the one who first ordered the shorts that for the Fab Five. Incredible. That is a figurative filet mignon that has been served up on my plate. I heard that, I'm like... I think I'm not even going to. Oh, okay. Like, like we're on now. Like, this is what the next five minutes of, of this conversation. Like, I looked at you. I, I was looked shocked. at you. We looked Hitter at each other because like, I never thought about that. And again, nope. we're going to be talking about the movie Air quite a bit. It's coming out. You know, you don't really think too much about what did go on between Nike and Michael Jordan for that story to. You know come about and for that relationship to come about and making a movie out of it i never thought for a split second who was the one who ordered the long shorts for the university of michigan never, basketball program never even never thought about that mind. origin and it was him oh i'm the one who first ordered the shorts for the fab Five. Oh, really let me sink my teeth into this one now i like my steak done medium rare not medium well like you have graduated into or charbroiled or
1: whatever the heck Miles <laughs> Sanders orders for his steak. But that—that that is, that was great. That was amazing. That, was great. that little nugget, man, like, holy. And then amazing. the socks,
3: the way that the socks were born.
1: Ray Jackson going yeah, to the At mall, the like, Galleria Mall in Houston. And
3: they're hiding them from the coach. Wherever that if that store still exists, they should put velvet ropes around. They should try, they
1: should landmark that mall. <laughs> right? Could just be a footlocker. Like, right? You know what I mean? Could have been just... So, oh my gosh. A national landmark. What a, I'm
3: telling you, man, that 1989. That 1989. I'm sorry, Mike. I know. Not it, a for, no, no, no. But seriously, for everybody's no. great sports moment, it that was. means it's somebody else's. When you're talking team, obviously, if you're talking individuals yes. like golf, well, there's always, you know, if somebody wins, there's always somebody who doesn't. I, I will never forget that. Michigan, in the 1989 season, had a good basketball team, but wasn't one of the best. And if I'm not mistaken, if you want to look it up, go ahead. I believe we got waxed by Illinois to finish the Big Ten season. Waxed. And that was the, I think, the Kendall Gill, Illinois team, if I'm not mistaken. The Lou Lou Henson had a great fighting Illini, Big Ten team. And Michigan got smoked by them. And Bill Frieder said, I'm out, I'm going to take the job at Arizona State, but I'll coach Michigan in the tournament. And Bo Schembechler, who was the athletic director at the time, said, nuh He said, I want a Michigan man coaching a Michigan team. And, you know... What did that mean? Was he going to bring Cassie Russell, you know, who wasn't even on the staff? He gave it to Steve Fisher, who was technically a Michigan man all of, I think, one year. I think he had just been added to the
1: Freeder staff that year. You lost 89-73 to to Illinois. We got waxed. Yeah. And was, it, was that the Kendall Gill team? In '89 would probably have to be. Limited.
3: I think so. Nick, they were, they Nick were, Anderson,
2: Kenny Nick Battle, Anderson, right? They were ranked. Four Kendall Gill was Kenny on that team. Yeah. Marcus
3: Liberty, if you remember, they were him. really good. And guess who Michigan saw in the final four Nick semifinal?
1: Henry. Illinois, oh, the same Illinois team. And right.
3: Sean Higgins had the game of his life, and it, I'll never sorry, forget that games. run. It wasn't Glenn Rice in that game. I don't re- believe it was Sean Higgins. Okay. And I will never forget that run. It was like, okay, I think Michigan was a six seed. Nah, well, Glenn, Glenn had 28. Glenn
2: had 28. Okay, so then yeah, yeah. Higgins had Glenn Rice. Four, He had 14 on so the Higg- bench, though.
3: I think it was the big difference maker was Higgins. Yeah,
1: he, coming off the bench with 14.
2: Yeah. Kenny Battle at 29. Ooh. For Illinois.
3: What a game that was. And then they took on Seton Hall. And it was one that of those PJ Carlissimo and that game. And that was a great game. And again, Ramil goes to the line. And here I am saying, Hey Coach Dutcher, were you thinking about Ramil? And he said, I mentioned it in the post-game press conference everyone's <laughs> thinking, like, what a what a robbery on the foul at the end and the free throws being called oh, you know, oh. being
1: you know, being given. For those that don't know Mike went to Seton Seton Hall. Hall <laughs> just so in case you're on the work.
0: that was a great final
1: four. I will
3: never forget that.
1: And Brian Dutcher was an
3: that, assistant on that, on that team. Probably thrust into a role he didn't think he was going to be in. And now look at him. After Steve Fisher got bounced by Michigan and um, wound up here in Southern California after one year, I think he was an assistant for the Sacramento Kings for one year, wound up here in Southern California, built the program, Kawhi Leonard's part of the program, and now look at them. What a story. Good Lord. And Dustin, uh, you know, Coach May's story yesterday, being a, a, another big tenor, mm-hmm. a student manager at Indiana. He got that job because there was a team doctor that knew Bob Knight and said, how about you mow my lawn? Hmm? And you <laughs> can be a, be a student manager for Indiana. Now look at him. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Gotta love this stuff. I love Did stories. I hear in my ear there's a vote going on right now? Votes are happening. For what? For for the NFL? All kinds of stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's coming up next right here on the Rich Eisen show 844204 Rich number to dial as well. We'll sneak in a phone call as we go out the door here on a fun Tuesday. That was Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people, or as you might know from their jingle, o o o O'Reilly Auto Parts. helpful and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen.
1: Monster.com
3: can help you win your job hunt. If you are looking for a new gig, many of you might be. I'm not. Well, thankfully, you don't have to put your resume anywhere. I hope you don't. Uh, Monster.com is there for you. Just put your resume on Monster.com and watch everything happen. The everything is. We hope you do get the job. But the everything can be you being recruited the minute you put your resume on there. And the reason why is because employers are all over monster.com because monster.com specializes in building the right teams for employers. So when you upload your resume to monster.com, you can be recruited, recruited by those employers before they even post their job and monster.com then knows how to match you with those job fits. That's best for you. And when you score the position, let's go with that one monster.com salary calculator ensures you're paid what you're worth. So it's all there. Just get Ready? Put your resume on Monster.com and win your job hunt today. Monster.com. Jimmy in San Antonio before Chris Brockman tells us about all the votes going down on rule changes and rules proposals at the NFL owners meeting. What's going on, Jimmy?
5: Hey, Hey,
3: how many votes
5: would Del Tufo have if the dead mother app took off?
1: Oh, wow. He'd be rich. (laughs) Mike, what house did it's you say you were in right now? Not called the Dead Mother app. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy.
3: Hey, Mike. God. God. Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, your
5: mother. Jimmy,
3: you might have just gotten a fantasy team. Is he, Are you writing down Del, something yeah, on it's your Dead Mother app? Del what?
5: Tufo's Dead Mother app. <laughs> well, my other fantasy team name was not a Tepper.
3: Not a Tepper. Okay, I like it. I like it. What's on your mind?
5: Uh, well, I have to do a little Texan on Texan pushback with RG three. Okay. Mm- Okay, uh, I'll say what I think Brockman was thinking. RG3 is obviously tight with Lamar, possibly a little mouthpiece for the media because he doesn't have the agent, and he's 100% wrong about Carolina. They should never go for Lamar. If he's going to be an owner of an NFL team like Del Tufo is an owner, (laughs) he needs to understand that Lamar is way overpriced for getting the number one pick in the draft that is significantly cheaper. Profit
3: margin, boy. Come on. Well, Jimmy, I, I hear you. I think he was saying if, if the ninth overall pick in the draft and next year's draft choice, you get somebody that you're not hoping you make the right decision on. That's his point. And I do agree that, you know, okay, 200 million right? two hundred million bucks is a, it's a lot of cash, man. But Tepper can... You know, stroke the check is is definitely for sure, and that's what I was telling him to do. And thanks for the call, Jimmy. Is he was, uh, hey, Jimmy. telling uh, Tepper to stroke the check for uh, pick up the check and stroke the uh, scratch the card for Miles Sanders, trying to get him a free dinner? <laughs> um, all right, Chris. Okay, Rich. What's happening at the NFL Oof. annual meeting on these votes on rules changes and stuff like right. that? First of all, before you tell me, mm. is this going to upset me? Am I going to get upset?
2: Yeah, probably. <sighs> uh oh. First up, though, good news. Ah, thank you. Uh, according to Tom Pelissero, our buddy, uh, players can now wear the number zero. Okay, oh, I like it. I mean, that's cool. That's good. It's no skin off anybody's. I think that's cool. You know what that means? It's just more, just one more jersey to sell. More jersey sales, and you can do the thing where like nobody believed in me, and that guy can wear number zero.
3: Okay. Zero uh,
2: co- point.
3: Zero. Very good. All right, according, yes. to, according to Albert. Um, By the way, do you do you put the word Wormser on the back of a, a zero jersey? That's pretty good. Dean,
2: Dean Wormser? Well, it was... Can you do that? It was his grade point average was zero.
3: Understood. Two. All two. right, what else you got?
2: Uh, NFL owners voted down the rules proposal on changing the punt to a touchback. Ooh. It was going to go to the 25-yard line. Tabled the proposal on changing the kickoff touchback. But Albert says the rules proposal to make roughing the pass a reviewable oh, yeah, was voted the down. yeah, that's one. Yeah, that was getting to that next. Voted down. Eagles to replace the onside kick on fourth and 20 was tabled. So it's still on the table, I guess. But, Roughing the past or reviewable, voted down.
3: Well, there's nothing but difference. But There's no difference between voted down. Tabled means what we'll
1: just
2: maybe look it at later. it in May. Yeah, we're going to talk it. about it.
1: I get it. So they're giving you a, a, a short no instead well, of a Hold court, on yeah. a I, I need to know the, short, the exact yeah. verbiage here.
3: Because I understand if the rule was you could um, ask this to be part of your challenge like you would throw a challenge flag on, that should have been roughing, you didn't call it. They don't want that. And I understand that because they already did that with with with
2: pass interference. Pass
3: interference. And that was a total disaster. And so coaches never used the challenge flag because it was a total mess as to one officiating crew might see pass interference one way and one replay official might see it one way and then another would see it a totally different way and it wasn't uniform enough. I'm just saying replay assist should help it. Mm -hmm. And I understand that that might open it up to different interpretations between a different replay assist individual, but replay assist is coming from New York. You can have some consistency there. What else,
2: Chris? Uh, That's pretty much it. Uh, The split split flow blocks was tabled also. The what? Split blow what? Split, split Split flow blocks. Okay, very good. Proposal was to ban those. All right. Oh, blah. Gotcha. All right. Everything's kind of leaking out now. I'm slowly but surely. We need
3: the replay assist, the eye in the sky that helps spot balls sometimes and helps make sure something's ruled yeah. properly of instant replay.
2: The Lions withdrew their proposal to nah. make all personal fouls subject to coaches' challenges. So no new replay reviews for judgment calls
3: make it a challenge on personal fouls. Again, the 15-yard penalties are the issue, and replay assist is the way out of it. I totally get that they don't want a flag thrown for, you didn't call something, I'm throwing a flag, so you can put a yellow flag down. My red challenge flag means you have to now throw a yellow flag. I understand why the league doesn't want to go there. But while a play has been completed... And before the next play is snapped, there's enough time for you to take a look at something. There's certainly, we're on it in the playoffs, certainly about that ball is spotted one inch too far. That toe was on the line. You said it was a catch. Not a catch. Let's save everyone a challenge. Let's save everyone some time. Change the call on the field, and you could say after further review or whatever you want to call it. But it was, in fact, replay-reviewed Please put roughing the passer calls, ones that have been called, flags that are on the field. Let's make sure it's the proper one and use replay assist to tell the officials to pick the flag up. I've made myself clearly obvious on this one. That wraps up today's show. I want to thank Brian Dutcher of San Diego State and RG3 of ESPN. And Miles Sanders is going to get a dinner out of his chat with us. We'll chat on Wednesday.